Welcome to Grown Up Kids, a Disney podcast. I only hope that we never lose sight of one thing that was all started by a mouse. And welcome to episode 21 of Grown Up Kids. This episode is sponsored by Shade Judd. Thank you for being super awesome. Yes, thank you for being a patron. I'm Katie. And I'm Megan. And today we're being joined by a returning guest, Jocelyn. Hello. Hello. And a brand new guest, Julie. Welcome to the show. Thank you. Hi, everyone. So, since we have um, a new guest today, Julie... Uh, side note, I know Julie, because I always like to tell people how I know each other, how we know each other if we already know the guest. The best story ever. It is. So, back in 2013, when Katie and I were on our Disney College program. Oh, yeah. I apologize. Continue. (laughs) (laughs) Um, (laughs) Every year for food and wine. Hansen comes and performs at the Eat to the Beat concert series at Epcot. So I made sure to get those two days off because I wanted to wait in line all day and make sure to be at the front for both of the concerts. So I'm waiting in line. And that is how I meet Julie. We were standing next to each other in line for hours and hours and hours (laughs) waiting for Hansen to start so that we could get let into the American Pavilion. True Um, story. So that's, uh, yeah, that's how we met. And then, like, when we were in line, we added each other on Facebook, and we've just kind of kept in contact ever since then. And she's been saved in my phone as Megan Hansen ever since. So when I get Facebook messages from Megan Petrus, I'm like, who is this? <laughs> <laughs> yep, and Julie is Julie Hansen in my phone forever. So, actually, I was looking, I went to go, like, look your name up on Facebook or something, and I typed Julie Hansen, and I was like, why is nothing coming up? And I'm like, oh yeah, it's Murphy. You guys are, like, your own version of the Ramones. Like, you all have Hansen yeah. at the end of your name. <laughs> so... Shout out to Hanson for having us meet. I know everybody probably thought I was going to say that we worked together, right? No. (laughs) It's a different story. All right. So since Julie is new and a first-time guest, we are going to do her Disney profile today. So how did you get into Disney? Um, I don't know. I mean, I've always loved Disney movies from, you know, when I was really young. Uh, I remember watching The Lion King on VHS, and then when it was when it was finished, rewinding it and watching it again, and then rewinding it and watching it again. Yeah. <laughs> uh, for probably like three days straight, my mother was really happy about that. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, my favorites. We'll start with my favorite park because that's the easiest one. My favorite park is Epcot. It wasn't always Epcot. It used to be Hollywood Studios. Um, And then I smartened up. Uh, Epcot is just awesome. Spaceship Earth is amazing. And Journey into Imagination is there with Figment. So how can you hate that? Um, And all the countries around the world are awesome. But all the festivals that they have are the best. Food and wine is, you know, how I met you guys. So how can I not love that festival? Uh, that That was actually the first time I'd ever heard about the Food and Wine Festival. And we got to Epcot and there were all these little carts. And I was like, oh, all this food looks amazing. I'm going to eat it. Of these and it didn't happen but I tried really hard um let's see my my favorite Disney memory um is when I met Katie and Megan in line for Hanson 
<laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's I not eating think... at Victoria and Albert's. Excuse oh, that's me. That's also a really good Disney memory. That's my favorite Disney food. Oh man. Oh, okay, yeah, that's good. Good uh, separation. <laughs> good, <there>. Same. <laughs> um, but no, I remember I didn't even know Hanson was playing there, and one of the guys while we were waiting in line for something in Interventions was like, "Oh yeah, have you been to any of the eat the eat to like yeah." Mm-hmm any of the eat to the beach shows and i was like no what's that and he was like oh you know bands come down i think like hansen or something is playing tomorrow and like shrugged it off and i grabbed his arm and was like what <laughs> and he was like uh yeah i'll go double check for you <laughs> and so that's how i learned hansen was playing in epcot uh and and you know that's how i met Megan and Katie, so that was awesome. Uh, my favorite movie is probably Beauty and the Beast. I'm in one. love with Belle. I think I am Belle. I'm starting my own library because I doubt I'll find a beast to give me one. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it happens. Um, and then, oh gosh, favorite character is a really hard one. I don't even know. Probably Figment. Does he count? Yes, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. Then Figment is my favorite. I love Figment. Figment's the best. Yay! Everybody knows who Figment is. And if you don't, go educate yourself. Go to this little website called Google. Just type in Figment. Enjoy. Yeah. There's also a Save Figment page on Facebook if you oh, want to solve yes. stuff. <laughs> yes. So, today, we will be discussing Robin Hood and his Merry Men. The and story this- of. The story of Robin Hood and his Merry Men. Not the cute little fox Robin Hood, but... The cute man Robin Hood. The cute man Robin Hood. Yeah. Amen to that. <laughs> when I told my sister I was doing this, she's like, I haven't seen that cartoon one and I don't even know how long. And I was like, mm, nope, this one came out in 1952. <laughs> <laughs> yep, even oh, nope, this one. <laughs> um, so, it's time for... The 32nd Disney Dash. Dash. We just change it every time. Yeah. We have a new jingle every time. That was great. Thank you. (laughs) Thank you. I'm not going first because I'm winging it and I have to get some ideas from everybody else. So, uh. Julia can go. go. I got got mine prepped, all right? (laughs) Look at this little thing I added to my phone. Look. Oh, timer. Check that out. That's going to be great. I know. For this podcast. So fast. Katie got a new phone and she is in love with it. I'm in love. <laughs> I still haven't gotten my emoji message, Katie. I have not sent one to anybody. You're going to be my first. Don't worry. Okay, you ready? I hope I can get this out in 30 seconds. If it's a little bit longer, I apologize. If, if it's longer, longer you're going to get buzzed out. Yeah. So it better be 30 seconds. Okay, I'll talk really fast. <laughs> ready? Set? Go. Okay, so man Robin Hood gets... Oh no, she's no! like... My Wait, oh, you no, glitched! <laughs> <laughs> no. We didn't hear any of it, don't worry. We'll just start over. <laughs> it was just like, oh my eh, gosh. Robin Hood. <laughs> there was a man named Robin Hood. <laughs> <laughs> but what happens? <laughs> seen that on your end. <laughs> That was it. It was just a man named Robin Hood. That's that's my whole shortest Disney Dash ever. You Two win. Seconds. And I was afraid I wasn't gonna get that out in thirty seconds. <laughs> oh my god. Woo, okay. Whew, you ready? 
<laughs> I think I think I'm ready. Get set. Go. Okay. Man, Robin Hood, gets annoyed by woman, Maid Marian, removing the stick he's firing his arrow at. Suddenly becomes smitten. Wins golden arrow, gives girl golden arrow as a sign of his love. Prince John and Sheriff Nottingham are jerks who steal taxes and want to overthrow the king. Robin Hood steals from the rich, gives to the poor. Minstrel sings awesome songs accompanied by his lute. Maid Marian doesn't believe that he's uh, what he's singing about and seeks out Robin. She helps him and his merry men prove that the prince and the sheriff are shams. Robin Hood saves the day, gets knighted by the king uh, in disguise, which kind of reminds me of... Oh, that's so close. No! <laughs> so close. This is so short. <laughs> My last sentence is the best part of it. You can say it. You can say it anyway. Can I finish the rest of it? Yes. Yeah. Okay, so it kind of reminds me of the king and a knight's tale who just wanted to joust, and Robin and Marion live happily ever after and awkwardly sneak a kiss at the end. <laughs> you were you were pretty close to finishing. I know. I was like, <laughs> what? Oh, I had anxiety for you. My God. <laughs> I always like get that like anxious. I'm like, come on, yep, you've got yep. five seconds. Let's go. <laughs> At least, I, at least I wasn't looking at it a 30 second timer myself because that probably would have given me even more anxiety oh, and I yeah. would have been watching that and not been <laughs> able to get any of it out. For sure. Whew. Okay. Jocelyn, would you like to go or you want me to go? Because I think Meg wants to go last. I'm definitely going last on this one. <laughs> How about you go and then I'll go. Okay. Meg, will you time me? Yes. Oh, you need your I need phone. my notes. Gosh darn it. I should put that on my the timer on mine. I'll show you how later. Okay, are you ready? Yes. Set. <laughs> Go. After his father is killed and the king he's loyal to is imprisoned, Robin Hood becomes an outlaw. But for good, he steals from the rich and gives to the poor. We meet Little John, Robin's new BFF, and Friar Tuck, BFF number two. The greedy new king hates Robin, obviously, and the sheriff of Nottingham tries and utterly fails to capture him, but in the end, an old friend and love interest helps Robin and his merry men restore the rightful king to his throne by stealing sheriff's money and bailing King Richard out. Hooray for Sir Robin. Woo! Dang! Had I known I could talk that fast, mine would have been under 30 seconds. You can talk as fast as you want. I just wanted people to, you know, understand what I was saying, so I tried to enunciate it. Okay, if you couldn't understand, go back and listen to the podcast but at, like, slow it down. Yeah. Slow it down <laughs> on your little podcast listener. Podcast. <laughs> so much that I've accidentally done it with Switch and Play. <laughs> what was the time on that, oh, Megan? Oh, yeah, sorry. I usually say it was 20 seconds. I thought I was running well, out. You had an extra 10 seconds? Yeah, it was 20 seconds. Well, see, I made up for yours. Ooh. So we, we balanced out. <laughs> All right. Jocelyn is up. My phone's being yes. weird. Probably gonna be winging. I'm I'm winging this myself, but yeah, um, join gonna... in Megan's group. <laughs> Woo! <laughs> All right, ready, set, go. All right, so it's the middle of the crusade. King Richard heads off. He leaves his brother in charge, but his brother's not such a nice guy. He wants all the things. So unfortunately, Robin Hood gets made an outlaw because you know the prince. And then Maid Marian has to go and help save Robin Hood. But then Robin Hood comes. And hit the rest of his merry men, come back and they save the day, and everyone lives happily ever after. The end. 20 seconds. All right. We're on the same page. Digital high five. Can my <laughs> new summary just be turnip porridge? No. <laughs> <laughs> sure. Oh, God. 
Oh Turn my god, forward. okay. If I legitimately wing like this, this is gonna be a really bad summary. Okay. See, I said that before Cinderella, and then people were like, it was so good. Which I super appreciated, but... No, this, is, gonna this is gonna be so bad, because I, like, don't remember people's names in this movie for whatever reason, even though I literally <laughs> just watched it. That's what's gonna make this so I guess, good. Uh, I wanted to call Little John Tiny Tim the entire <laughs> movie, so I totally understand. <laughs> he is Tiny Tim from this day forward. <laughs> oh my god. You ready, Mike? Like, where's Slim? <laughs> ready? No, but sure. Set. Okay. Go. Okay, Robin Hood is in love with Maid Marian, and then he commits some crime and then gets banished into the woods. <laughs> and then he has like a whole band of followers and they wreak havoc on the kingdom, but then they do something good for the king, so then he lets them come back into the kingdom as thanks. Meg, that was not the story of Robin Hood. <laughs> I mean, it was a little bit, but Ro- Robin Hood does something. <laughs> Meg, that wasn't the story at all. How wasn't it? Just, he gets banished. It just, He's uh, an outlaw. I mean. And then he cool. does something nice for the king. He pays his ransom. And then he's allowed to come back into the kingdom. That was 19 seconds, by the way. Thank you. I won. Oh, get out of here. You won. I did. All right. We'll let the listeners judge that one, Megan. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Let's get into this history. All right. Going into some history here on Robin Hood. It was released in 1952. It was actually, it premiered May 13th, 1952 in London and then June 26th, 1952, in New York. Was um, it May or March? March, I believe. You said May. You said May. Oh, it was March. <laughs> the other M month. <laughs> Sorry, guys. I'm, uh, <laughs> yep, it was March 13th, and then June 26th. Okay. Uh, <laughs> it was it was filmed in Buckinghamshire, England. This was another one of those films that had to use up the British funds that were frozen during World War II. So that is why Walt took the whole studio over to England to film Treasure Island and Robin Hood and His Merry Men to use that money up because that money couldn't leave Britain, Great Britain. Um, so he had to spend it there with filming, which is why it was filmed there. Um... It is based off of the legend of Robin Hood, sorry, Um, and it was written by Lawrence Edward Watkin and directed by Ken Anakin. Um, Anakin Skywalker? I was just going to say Ken Skywalker. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, yeah, for sure. Uh, So the film was one of the most popular in Britain in 1952 and would eventually gross over $4,500,000 in the American box office. So it did pretty well for itself. So Robin continued to bring in those shillings. Yeah, he did. Yep. Mm -hmm. Yep, yep, yep. Lots of pence. What a dude. What a dude. (laughs) (laughs) Is that all you got? Yeah, I mean, not all you got, but <laughs> yes. I just didn't want to. I didn't want to go into my fun facts too quickly. Yes, you can go into your okay. fun facts. <laughs> Meg stole my first one. Who surprised nobody? But anyway, so Ken Skywalker, Anakin was one of the directors. Um, he. This is a quote 
from him. He said, I remember talking about the original Errol Flynn Robin Hood and I looked at it just to get an idea of what had been done before because I never liked to do anything twice. Walt didn't seem very worried about seeing the original and in fact, I doubt if he ever did. His approach is always that the film is a Disney picture and therefore, because of his attitudes and his approach, the picture is bound to be different from anything else made on that subject before. I like that. That's like so arrogantly amazing and I just love it. He's just like, <laughs> well... He's yeah. very confident. He's just like, well, you know, some someone else may have done this 20 times, but I am who I am, and I'm going to make this how only I would make this, so I don't need to see another film. Yeah. Yeah. It's like ar- arrogantly awesome. Yes, Julie. <laughs> All I thought of was the Weasley's owl. Yeah. Oh, Errol. <laughs> Same. Same. As soon as she said that, I was like, Errol? And Errol. Flynn? <laughs> Flynn Rider? Flynn Rider? So many crossovers here. I can't handle it. <laughs> <laughs> Jocelyn, did you have something too? Oh no, I was just I was just stretching. Oh, okay, okay. <laughs> just making sure. Watch where you throw your hands on camera, okay? You're confusing. Sorry. <laughs> so I I don't know, Meg, did you mention about the Technicolor? No. Okay. Well good. You didn't steal my other fun fact. So this was also an extremely good looking film. Um the locations were beautiful. There was lush green was countryside. It? Yeah. I guess in the times it was. Wait, no, hold on, hold on. Um, the sets are truly formidable and realistic. Um, the seemingly effortless pacing and knowing use of camera angles. And for instance, Anakin has vivid memories of the difficulties of shooting Technicolor at that time because it was a very elaborate three-strap system with a very immobile, 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 immobile camera. <laughs> so when you wanted to reload this camera that they used... One, it was heavy. You had to lift it on chains. And then it took first-class Technicolor crew people 11 minutes to reload the camera. So after every single shot, it had to be opened and examined. Yes. Wow. How many takes do you think it took to get the perfect arrow shot through the sky? I don't know, but... (laughs) Those they were amazing. The same arrow shot every single time. Because <laughs> those were my favorite. And it that, was just and like that, and that sound effect shoo. too. <laughs> Meg was sitting there again. I guess we're just sticking with the theme. She's like, it sounds like Star Wars. <laughs> Dude, I was like, this sounds like Star Wars sound effects. <laughs> pew, 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 pew. <laughs> oh my god. Um so thing to say about the the filming. Yeah. Uh, I thought it was pretty impressive, and I know it was really just a fade in and a fade out, but when they went from, like, the very first scene when they're telling the story from the book, and they have that picture in the actual book, and then it fades away to the real-life castle, I thought that was pretty impressive, considering it was 1952. Also, I think it's funny that in a live-action, like, not-Disney story, they open with a book still, but they didn't with Alice. I know. It's just funny to me. Could they not get a pretty enough book for Alice? So, maybe. I don't know. Walt does Walt. That's all I know. <laughs> <laughs> so, this film kind of, like, had different viewpoints to it. Like, it was either you loved it or you hated it. So, one critic said, the most that can be said for it is that it's unmemorable. Ouch. Whereas someone from the New York Times said that it was an expert rendition of an ancient legend um, and that it has pretty Technicolor hues. It's as pretty as its Technicolor hues. And as lively as a sturdy Western. I can if you're going to quote, you know, you got to quote correctly. <laughs> I was trying to... 
paraphrase the quote. Why would you paraphrase a quote? Because I couldn't read it properly. (laughs) (laughs) Honestly, it's the best policy. So some of the scenes were actually filmed in the real Sherwood Forest. So cool. Hold on, hold on. Is the Sherwood (laughs) Forest... Is the Sherwood Forest where Winnie the Pooh is? No, that would be the Hundred Acre Woods. No, the real Hundred Acre Woods. I thought it was legitimately called, like, not the 100 Oh, it's called the 500 called, yeah, Acre yeah, yeah, Woods. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. never mind. I lied. I wasn't I just trying that, to be smart with you. I just you. know that it's in England. Sorry. <laughs> I, was being, I was being serious. I feel like it's I feel like it's by that, though. I need to Maybe. look it up now. I need to look it up now. Cause I, because if you look at a map of the 100 Acre Woods, I swear to God there's an area on it that says Sherwood Forest. Maybe. I, look I'm, it up while I tell. I'm Googling this right now. Megan's on the case. <laughs> um, so some of the characters actually like went on to play those characters again. Like Friar Tuck, again, 15 years later, he played him in um, A Challenge for Robin Hood. Archie Duncan, who was Red Gill, would later play Little John in The Adventures of Robin Hood. Patrick Barr would play King Richard in two episodes of a show called The Adventures of Robin Hood. Yes. I have an answer. Yes. The Sherwood Forest is the place in England where Robin Hood and Little John live. Pooh and his friends came to visit this place in Pooh's Adventures of Robin Hood. Whoa, I didn't I even did know. I did not know that that exists. What? And I need to watch it. Uh, oh my gosh. With you? Thanks. Meet Robin Hood and his merry menagerie. And it has <laughs> characters from like, it's got Jiminy Cricket. It's got Pooh Bear and Tigger. I'm confused. What's it called? Oh. It's a YouTube movie. (laughs) 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 This, my friends, is why you never look at the wikia. (laughs) This podcast is doomed today. (laughs) I gotta love it. All right. Oh, hold on. I swear. Okay, no, keep oh going. I swear there's something here. Look for that map. So, Walt Disney. I actually... found the map. It does not have it's the Ashdown Forest. forest. For anywhere. It's the Ashdown Forest. Not it Sherwood. also says, like, Shepherd something or other at the bottom, so you might have gotten that confused with Sherwood. Got it. Thank yeah. you for clearing that up. We can just cut all of that out. Okay, cool. No, I think it's hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> so, Walt actually personally chose Joan Rice to play Maid Marian. And, but Richard Todd was... Is he? Did he play Robin Hood? Yeah. Okay. Yes. He was not overly convinced of her credentials. And she thought he thought that there was more experienced, act, more experienced actresses out there that would be a better fit than her. Which, if I heard that, I'd be like, I don't want to work with this dude. Yeah, what the heck? I'm surprised they had so much on-screen on-screen chemistry after yeah that kind of comment. Maybe that didn't come out until after filming was done. Probably. Like, maybe. And as Julie puts in the doc, Richard Todd is kind of a jerk. Walt was a smart man. <laughs> <laughs> Tis I agree, because I liked her. Um, and is this my last one? Yes. What? I added one to the next page. <clears throat> oh yeah i'll let you did, did you freeze we're good okay um the scene where robin hood and friar tuck are fighting you know that one we really liked where they're like With the wooden <laughs> sticks yeah oh, awesome oh wait no i lied when they're fighting off the sheriff of nottingham man if oh. i would just keep reading my sentence 
Um, you can see that on the TV in Enchanted. Oh. It's playing on the TV. That's cool. Which makes me want to go back and watch Enchanted I know, now. which, like, everyone should watch Enchanted. Anyway, so that's all my fun facts, but Julie here added some. So I'm going to let her take it away. So I added the lone bullet with no purpose because you had an extra bullet point that oh. didn't have a note to it. So I felt really bad for it. So I added that note. And then I had another note to add after that. So I was like, well, I'm still just going to leave it there. <laughs> um, so I have that Richard Todd was 11 years older than Joan Rice, which seems like a lot at the time. I guess, I don't know. She probably was really young because um, she was born in 1930. 1930, exactly. Um, and he was born in 1919. Um, and sadly, she only lived to 66, so he died at 91. Hmm. Um, and then my other thought is, are we just pouring one out for anyone who is in any of these older movies? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they they're just... probably all yeah. dead. We oh. should pour out a couple drinks for Bobby Driscoll because his story is so sad. But he's actually yeah. not in this movie for once. When so. this movie started, Meg's like, is Bobby Driscoll in this? And I was like, no, <laughs> not in this one. And I said, thank God. Thank God. Whatever. I'm kidding. He's okay. I just want to see some new names here. You saw a lot. Next week we get to talk about good old Bobby again, but we'll get to that then. Good old Bobby. <laughs> <laughs> all right will you help me with these characters because i'm really bad at names yeah so i can i definitely can uh say that i know the first one here he was robin. the lead <laughs> yes robin hood he is the one that did some bad stuff and became an outlaw <laughs> i felt like it was more like he felt like bad things were done to him so he was like well screw you i'm gonna hit back at the system I like it. And then he did good. He did bad things, but for well, the good. he uh, did it for the greater good. So basically, Robin Hood <laughs> is Dumbledore. I mean. <laughs> Jocelyn, <laughs> you were about to say something. So, I mean, he was kind of forced into that lifestyle because they were, like, first they killed, like, because he and his dad stood up for... Like, that they were actually representing, like, the true king, not just Prince John. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then after they killed his dad, they tried to kill him. And he was like, oh, oh yeah, I'm I'm going to disappear off. And then, and then, yeah, he, like, they did focus on the greater good, trying to keep England alive until Richard came back. That's a lot to put on one guy's shoulders. And he, like, mm-hmm. creates this band of people, you know, like, this good little group. And, like, yeah, they steal, but they steal from the greedy, evil, rich people and give the people who need it because the rich people are taxing the heck out of all these poor people. This sounds like real life. It does. Right? (laughs) Yeah. Yes, Julie. Um, And I think that kind of shows, too, when he wins the archery contest and gives the golden arrow to Maid Marian. I mean, obviously, it was because he's in love with her, but... You know, that was also kind of the foreshadowing of his good deeds in the future because he wasn't concerned about, you know, gaining the riches for himself. He was more concerned about making an impression and helping others. Yes. There um, there was there was a line when um, when Little John first comes into play. Uh, I think Robin was the one who said, like, 
you'll have like a comfortable like comfortable bed, plenty of food to eat, and money for your purse. And then he says, but you have to make your own bed. You have to kill your like shoot shoot your own meat, and you have to give away all that you get. So like they established like we actually like are basically. But they're basically a non-profit society in the middle of the woods. <laughs> right. The so, non-profit society of Sherwood Forest. Of yes. the Hundred Acre Woods. <laughs> no, it's not the Hundred Acre Woods. I know. I, know. <laughs> I like Robin a lot, though. expecting, you know, Winnie the Pooh to walk across the screen at some point. <laughs> oh, if Winnie the Pooh walked across the screen, her 30-second Disney dash would have blown us all out of the water. <laughs> What are you doing? So I like oh Robin a lot. <laughs> I love. Well, I thought were Megan's eyes dashing to the corner of the screen, and I was like, "Uh, what is she getting?" That looked a lot bigger when you held it up to the camera. I thought that was gonna be a lot bigger. <laughs> I have my little vintage Pooh Bear stuffed animal. Am I allowed to talk about my love for Robin here? Yes, go for oh, it. I'm just kidding. I really like his morals. That's all I was gonna say. You know, I like what he stands for and i actually think i want to put him in gryffindor but i more so want to put him in hufflepuff oh right i, I, for, I keep forget that we sort them now mm-hmm. i would say hufflepuff i mean he was really brave for standing up and you know did he kill the guy that shot his father or did he just yeah, shoot him yeah, he did um and then, you know, kind of going against the grain to steal from the rich and give to the poor. So, I mean, maybe he's a Huffledore? Definitely a Huffledore. He's extremely yeah. loyal to the king and his men. He does like his food. And he have you seen those spreads <laughs> but, on that dinner table? Come on. But what do you think he values the most? Loyalty. Really? I think. Yes. See? Yeah. Okay, he's a Huffledore. <laughs> Because he was he loyal, could be a Slitherdor because he's quite ambitious. No, get out of here. I get Robin, not you. I think his um, bravery actually You're so rude. Actually, You're comes like, no, get out of here. I think his bravery comes a lot from just like his self confidence. Like he's like pretty much just like this is gonna work out and this is how it's gonna happen and I'm gonna do it. And yeah, he keep does. talking about the Hufflepuffs. It's fine. Go ahead. Yeah, I agree with you. Thank you. Do you know who Friar Tuck is? Yeah, he's the, um, Friar. <laughs> no, his, his first appearance is whenever Robin Hood comes and, uh, makes him walk across the river for him. Yes. That's what I was gonna say, that I love that he <laughs> carries Robin on his back and that's, like, the first scene we see of him. <laughs> but then he's he turns so... the tables and he makes Robin carry him back. Go ahead, Jocelyn. I'm sorry. No, it's okay. His song. Oh my gosh. The fact that he like sings both the ma- like male and female parts. Yeah, like he's oh. such a goofball. Yeah, he is a goofball. But I he like carries him. around a sword. Yeah. And I, and I like how he was like, he was like, no, you cannot interrupt this fight. I have to finish it with him and Robin Hood. Yeah. Like, that, like was priest. So, that was so funny. He's like, no, get out of here. I get to finish this, and then you can have him. I thought that was great. I like it. I actually, I really like Little John, too. Oh, wait, where will we put Friar Tuck? Hufflepuff. Mm-hmm. Is Friar Tuck the fat friar? Oh, shoot. 
Oh. Oh, my dang. <laughs> Whoa, mind blown. He could Is be. it? I don't know. Dear Joe. Wrong podcast. Dear Disney? Dear Dear, dear Walt? Dear Walt. From dear Walt. <laughs> it's going to be called Walt, I wonder. Walt, I <laughs> I like it. I like that. <laughs> Oh god. I'm gonna say Hufflepuff just cause just he's cause. a fryer. Yeah. <laughs> and he is fat. I mean yeah, yeah, I mean, I mean he's like singing to his meat pie. I mean you can't really get any more Hufflepuff than singing to your dinner. That's true. <laughs> Lil John? John Little? I never knew he was actually called John Little and that they I called him Lil John. Either. I know. Tiny Tim. Just... Tiny Tim. Tiny Tim. I just, I just always knew that he was big, yet they called him Little John. But right. now it makes sense that it's because his last name was Little. Was Little John the one that they threw into the river? Yeah, like, the they, one like, that he was fighting with. They, like, hazed him. Yes. <laughs> yes they did. It was, like, Didn't a fraternity. Robin fall into the river? Yeah, he did. But yeah. then um, when they, like, when the other guys came and they're like, well, what do you think? Should we be let him be part of the group? And they're like, all right, let's anoint or, yeah, let's, let's annoy baptize him. Yeah, our baptize new infant, him. and they tossed him into the river. His uh, his fight scene with Robin is pretty epic with the sticks. That was amazing, Again? and not mm-hmm. scene that you see in Enchanted. <laughs> no, it is not. <laughs> Again, though, with the chivalry of this time, like, okay, Friar talks like, no, I need to finish my fight. This one, Robin Hood's like, do you mind if I you wait a second while I go? pluck this branch so I could fight you and little John's like yeah sure sure <laughs> yeah go ahead go right ahead <laughs> so we're gonna fight but we're gonna be real nice about it where would little that was like go? the duels back in the day you yeah. know they they had their muskets and they they shook hands or bowed or whatever they did to each other and shot at each other and whichever musket had better aim was the one who lived it just seems like for, if you're gonna be mean it's just so nice and simple I don't know yep. if it was well. At least in at least in this case with Little John and Robin Hood, I don't think it was so much a like let's fight to for fight's sake, but it was more of a let's just kind of see where you stand. Like yeah. very like very much a test. Whereas obviously later in the film with um, the whole scene um, with the sheriff and Robin right before like in like the nighttime castle scene. That was very much a, we're fighting for, like, we're fighting to the death. Yeah. You stole yeah. my lady. I hate you. I'm not being cordial. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. Yeah. I don't know where I'd put him, though. Yeah, I don't know enough about him. I, would just I feel say... like kind of the Ron of the group. I'd throw him in Gryffindor. I like I, Gryffindor. I'd agree with that. Yeah. I'm cool with it. I'm just going <laughs> to agree with whatever you guys say on that one. <laughs> sure. <laughs> Made Marion <laughs> the love interest of our boy Robin. I like her. I like her too because the she queen. She's brave. Yeah, the queen was like, oh, you man. stay in the castle. And she's like, mm, no, mm. I'm going to pretend I'm a dude. How and about leave. no? How about no? I'm going to pull a Mulan, sort of, and leave. I am just, I just really want to know how and why they thought she was a boy. Because, like, <laughs> what? Yeah, go ahead, Julie. Um, I like that she starts off in her like, oh, minstrel. Oh, wait. Oh, minstrel. Um. <laughs> yeah, that was pretty good. <laughs> like, no one noticed. Yeah, I really like her. What was 
the guy, like the the servant that she got the outfit from. What did he end up doing? Yeah, Unless he... he gave her just like a different set of clothes, because yeah. otherwise he's well, stuck. Later in the knows... film, they steal the clothes off of the guy that was standing guard for the room with all the um, penses, money in it, whatever you call it. Um, and when they have him tied up, he's in like long johns. So oh, perhaps yeah. the other guy wearing something like mm-hmm. that. Well, yeah, but it, but this wasn't a this wasn't a like a host like a like we're taking your clothes and you have no say. This was a Giles. Can you help me? Well, I know he probably has something. And on. he was yeah, but but what like did he like run through the castle in his, in long johns to get <laughs> some more clothes? Probably, I, I think, guess. I think we should be calling them Little Johns. Little Johns. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. That's... Oh, man. I'll put her in Gryffindor. Uh, uh, definitely. Yeah. Definitely. King Richard. King Richard. Okay. He's the red-headed guy, right? Yes. And funny, I just thought this now, in the um, cartoon version, he's a lion, right? Yeah. When I look at him, the first thought I had was, he looks like a lion. Because he's got, like, this mane of red hair. And he looks Prince all, like, John fierce. lion, too, right? Because I always pictured Prince John while watching this as the little smarmy oh, lion. Maybe he is. Well, I, I mean, well, no, because the prince and the king, isn't it his son, so they'd both be lions anyway? They're brothers. They're brothers, brothers. yeah. But, yeah, they oh. should be, but I don't know. This is Disney. But the but but Prince John in the cartoon one didn't have like that full mane like the king had. He was kind of, his like crown didn't fit and he was all mangled. I haven't seen it, so I was just pulling from some memory. I ha- I know that's why I'm doing this, Jocelyn. <laughs> I'm so proud of you. You're gonna see so many movies. <laughs> I'd have to put him in Gryffindor too. Oh, for sure. Uh-huh. Well, he is named Richard the Lionheart. Kind of it, like it's kind of in the name. <laughs> Brave as a lion. Where would you put him, Julie? I mean, definitely Gryffindor, but I think he also has some of those Hufflepuff tendencies because at the end he, you know, super appreciated Robin and knighted him. He didn't knight him. He made him a a noble, um, yeah, title. Um, so you know, he definitely appreciated his loyalty, and obviously he was loyal to his country because he went off to fight for it and defend it. So I think Gryffindor with some Hufflepuff tendencies, a Gryffindor, a Gryffindor, Gryffindor. Is that what you just said? I said Gryffindor. Oh. No, I heard Gryffindor. Oh, I thought that Katie <laughs> just accidentally said Gryffindor, and I'm like, what are you talking about? Because I heard Julie say Gryffindor. I thought she said Huff, so I just repeated her. Are you making fun of her? No. I was not. Kitty may be a Hufflepuff, but she can be mean. The colors are yellow, bright and cheery, and black. Rubbing off on her. Yeah, this is true. True fault. The Sheriff of Nottingham. This guy is a jerk. Okay. I don't think he went to Hogwarts. No. Yeah, I swear to God, if you guys try and put him in Slytherin, I'm ending this call. Durmstrang. I was just going to say Dermstrang. Yes, send him, send him away. Send him away. This, hey, this guy. Here's, here's my thing about, about this guy. I mean, obviously he gets his comeuppance in the film. But before that, before, you know, that whole thing, he promises to go personally and capture Robin Hood. Like that, like, he, tell, like, he tells Prince John, like I, like, I will personally go and see to this. This will happen. Instead... He gets captured, loses men, 
And then Prince John does not punish him. I mean, I get that he's like his number two guy, but if I was a prince and like my number two got his butt whooped, I, I'd be having some words. But no, yeah. he gets nothing. Yeah. Well, I feel like he probably didn't want to step on his toes and ruin that camaraderie because he was the one that was doing his dirty work. So if he was going to say something and have him turn against him, that's not the person you want turned against you because yeah. stealing all yeah. the money from you. Yeah. He kind of put, put himself in a hard situation there, I think, in terms of not punishing him because, yeah, I mean, like, well, what, is uh, Prince John going to go and do that work? Like, who else is going to go do it, you know? So... Um, he also reminds me of the six-fingered man from, oh my god, I can't think of what it's called right now. Princess Bride. Thank you. It's so funny that you say that because I total because Prince John reminds me of Humperdinck. Not quite, a, not quite as clever as Humperdinck, but he definitely gives off some Humperdinck vibes. Humperdinck, Humperdinck, Humperdinck! Sorry. <laughs> I've never seen that movie. Oh my god. <laughs> My mom oh, would it's... kill me right now because I've never seen it and she's been telling me to watch it for years now. Unfriended. It's, it's a classic. Oh my gosh. So I'm bringing it with me at the end of the month and you're watching it. <laughs> oh, where were we? Also, oh, yes. The whole time, sorry, real quick. The whole time watching this movie too, it reminded of Monty Python and the Holy Grail because the graphics were, you know, kind of similar, the, the quality. And the whole time I was just expecting someone to be walking with a coconut as the horses. And I'm pretty sure listening to the clomping of the horses, it was a sound effect of a <laughs> coconut being added in. in the back. <laughs> I'd believe it. Because they're walking on dirt. There's no way they're clomping like that. <laughs> True. I've totally seen that movie. I have, but it's been oh like God. a long time. There are so many not Harry Potter movies that I'm going to make you watch when I come to visit. I literally only watch Disney and Harry Potter movies, so... We're going to broaden your mind. And your food palette. And ensnare your senses. Ensnare your senses. <laughs> I'll teach oh my you how gosh. to bottle thing. <laughs> Brew glory. Did you like that, guys? We just slid that other <laughs> Harry Potter reference right in. There we go. Amazing. We <laughs> slithered it in. All right, Prince John. <laughs> we sort of discussed him just briefly right now. Uh, he but sucks. He's, he's not the worst. a nice dude. He's just all about he greed. Kind of reminds me of Draco a bit. Sorry, he's not a Slytherin, but like the whiny, like Spoiled. I want it play. Yeah. At least Draco has a reawakening. Yeah. I liked it. Not like he's definitely a villain. Like, yeah. But I. He was just so, he was so great to watch because he was, like, calculating, but he wasn't quite smart enough to really think things through. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And so, and so he's just walking around and he's like, I've got this. This is going to be great. I've, like, I totally have all of these things planned out, but then it fails. he doesn't. It yeah. fails. It's, it's kind of actually, he's kind of one of those villains that you love because he's not going to be a successful villain. You know, like, he tries, <laughs> yeah. but he doesn't win in the end, so that's what makes you like him, because he's just kind of, he's just not smart enough to, to be it. Yeah. Well, he also puts his all his cards in Sheriff Nottingham's baskets. Eggs? Is that the phrase? <laughs> 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 
I don't know. I got that analogy all wrong, but but, <laughs> but he relies on him and expects Cher- because even in the like first scene, he's like, "So I'm gonna collect taxes, and you're the one that's gonna do it and figure out how to steal it from all of them, and I'm just gonna sit back and be pretty." Yeah. Agreed. It's kind of like mm-hmm. it's kind of like Hades who puts all his like trust into Meg. um no 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 no. Pain and panic. Pain and panic, yeah, um, and they like totally they're fail. dumb, you know. <laughs> totally fail. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and they just times. like they just <laughs> cross their fingers and hope to God he doesn't find out what happened and then he does. We're not worthy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. oh, I love that movie. Oh, I last, love that movie too. Last Oh wait, did we sort him? No. I don't want I don't to want because I know works. where he's gonna go, and I don't want. Can no. we also send him off to Durmstrang? Yeah. I think we should. That's you know, how. That's how Sheriff Nottingham met. Obviously, they Clearly. went to Durmstrang. <laughs> they were classmates. So, last character we have listed. How do you say his name? Alan Adele. Alan Adele, which he is the dude with the medieval ukulele. Yes. Yeah. yeah. It's a loot. <laughs> And he's a minstrel. <laughs> there we go. That's the proper description <laughs> of him. <laughs> I didn't I, know he had a real name. I just called him the minstrel, so that's cool. Uh, I liked him. I like his dog. Yeah, his dog is cute. I liked I his song, Whistle of Love. Yes. That was my favorite song. I, I don't like his vibrato. And I know that was kind of like the style of singing back in the day but vibrato makes me really angry and it's the reason why i hate amanda seyfried as colette in les mis which you mm-hmm. also probably haven't seen megan i have but oh <laughs> but i hate her vibrato and i know that colette's a hard part to play and i know i'm getting off subject but it super annoys me so i love him and i loved his songs and i tried to get over the vibrato but it was still there but yeah. he's wonderful and i love him and his lute his medieval ukulele. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> From today, that is what it will now be called. Yes. I love it. Yeah. Can it be a medieval ukulele lute? Sure. Yeah. A ukulute? <laughs> that's, that's a lot easier to say. <laughs> <laughs> I would put him. Hmm. Ravenclaw. Yeah. Yeah, I agree with Ravenclaw. Can we call him a Ravenpuff, though? Because he definitely has... He is definitely loyal. There's a lot of loyalty in these characters. Yeah. Mm. I agree. Like, all of them have... Well, all of the good characters have Hufflepuff qualities, I think. Because they're all very loyal. Before we move on, I want to say this before I forget. And I guess it has to do with characters. So the whole time I'm watching this, I'm reminded of Peter Pan. The yep. whole time. Robin Hood himself dresses like he Peter Pan. Right? Like he even oh, has yeah. a tiny sword that he yeah. uses to fight. And he has a whole group of these people that follow follow his every move. Yes. So he's dressed as Peter Pan when he's wearing clothes. Because right. can we talk about how often he was shirtless in this movie? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, he's pretty attractive. I mean, yes, as far as guys from the 50s go. 
Joan Rose, Joan, what was her name? Uh, He also thought that she was a terrible actress, so I don't so much like him, no matter how pretty he is. Yeah, true. True. But the whole time I was just thinking about Peter Pan. It is pretty similar. And how if Peter and his group grew up together, this would be them. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Katie, have you ever seen Peter Pan? Yes. How many times? (laughs) Once. (laughs) Oh my god. Yes. I'm sorry. So I something that I was really curious about while watching this is what the heck was their system? Like really? Because they would shoot an arrow and how exactly I mean like how many signals and symbols did they have? Because they could shoot it from one place and be like, Oh my gosh, like so and so is in trouble from like the south end of the forest. <laughs> like, how do you really know that? Like, really? Do you think they had, like, a letter attached to it, like, wrapped around it that we no, didn't see them read? Didn't... No, because all they did was pick up and look at the arrow. Like, they picked up and looked at the arrow. And some of them were kind of, like, they were kind of colored. Like, there might have been, like, a red band or a green band. Mm. But, which, if it was just that basic, that'd be fine. But the, the way they were reacting to it, like, especially Will Scarlet, he was like, oh, Robin Hood's in, like Robin Hood's over like at this like south end and he like he needs our help. We gotta go. And it's just like, how do you know that that is really what is going on? Like we must get to 134 Main Street up <laughs> two. That's, <laughs> exactly. that's what purple means. <laughs> and I want to know how the arrow magically got to them. Every time. Every time. They were obviously in different parts of the forest as these arrows were being shot to them. And some guy in a field is just like, I'm going to shoot an arrow and hope it gets to someone to help. Well, there was, I mean, there was one example where a guy shot it off and it landed and another guy was in that, like in that area. And he picked it up and shot it. So I think like they, after doing this for a while, they do kind of have like an idea of geography, which I would totally be lost. Yeah. But... (laughs) But yeah, no, like for sure. When you only see like the one guy, like the one guy shooting it off, then it's just like, how do you like, like really? Who is always that on point? Also, when are they're you, shooting off, are you like the Happy Gilmore of arrows? Like, is it always a far drive? <laughs> you always get it right. It, they must be. <laughs> uh, That's all they do every day is practice arrows yes. and take money. I mean, what else is there to do? There's no Netflix. They can't watch Harry Potter. <laughs> This is true. <laughs> Netflix. I'm trying to think of what it would be called back then, but I got nothing. I got nothing. <laughs> After Ukulut, I'm out. <laughs> <laughs> I'll think of something. You just wait. Katie maxed out at Ukulut. <laughs> oh. Alright, are we moving on to favorite parts? Sure. Favorite parts slash characters. Okay. Favorite character? is Maid Marion. I like her because I think that she's super brave and she is just a badass woman and she does what needs to be done and she doesn't care about, she doesn't care about like getting in trouble for doing it or like care about the consequences. She just is doing the right thing. And sometimes it's really hard to do that. So I appreciate that. Especially when she went there thinking that, like, her old love interest was now, like, a scoundrel. Right. Exactly. Thief, yeah. You know? Agreed. And then hit them with a stick. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. She, did uh, be a, she did hit him with a stick. 
And then my favorite scene... <laughs> I think my favorite scene is uh, whenever Robin Hood and Friar Tuck are crossing the river, and then he makes them take him back. <laughs> it's just so funny. <laughs> I was just like, what's going on here? I just, like, Robin Hood is, like, all BA, you know? He, like, takes his little knife out, and he's like, no, you're gonna take me. And then he gets on his back, and he takes him, and then Friar Tuck is like, nope, you're taking me back. Yes. Uh, I was actually making Mickey waffles as this scene happened, so I, like, turned away for a second and turned back, and he was just on his back in the water, and I was like, what is happening right now? The water is not that deep. Yeah, Meg was like, they look ridiculous right now <laughs> look at them ridiculous they really, do. they really do um my favorite character i'm gonna be basic and say robin hood because he's an all-around swell guy and i like that he represents the puffs and you think he's dreamy i do think he's all right looking um <laughs> and my favorite scene i have two and i forgot one already Man. Should we have to, we watch it again so you can remember? Yeah, definitely. Okay. Man, I forgot it. Someone else go while I think. What's the other one? One of them is when they're they're kind of bullying um the sheriff of Nottingham, and then they put him oh, on the table. Yeah, and then yeah. so they totally like make him eat his words and like pledges allegiance to this king he can't stand, and then they put him on a horse with antlers, and like yeah. send him off. <laughs> And he's, like, backwards on the horse, too. Oh, I thought I remembered it. And the other part was, um, I don't know who the guy's name is, but it's, like, he has the flower. Oh, the miller. Yes. Yeah, and he's, like, he's, like, wait, 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 I'll give you something better. And he reaches in the flower, and he's acting like there's something in there. And then he just, like, throws flower in their face. I probably wasn't supposed to laugh, but I did. Uh, and that's right after that Marion beats Robin yes. with a stick <laughs> yep alright so um, my favorite character is actually the queen mm. oh we didn't talk about her um, I love her I think she's awesome she is kind of like a mother figure to Marion I think that Marion didn't have a mother because her father left her with the queen while he went off to battle with the king. Um, so I feel like, I mean, for the little part that we saw her, I thought that she was very motherly to her. And, you know, she sees that Robin gives Marion the arrow and kind of looks at her like, yep, that's a good one. Um, and I think even though we don't see it on screen, I believe she probably had something to do with the fact that he was knighted as whatever he was, and then Marion had to marry him. I think she definitely had something to do with that. I just think she was super awesome. I loved her. She was amazing. She was definitely badass. <laughs> I like it. I like her. Okay. Also, sorry, favorite scene. Um, I liked the scene where Robin was carrying Marion in yeah. the water. Where, where Friar Tuck was like, you want to get on my back? And he's like, no, I'm going to be manly and carry the lady across. Uh, <laughs> but then I just thought it was also, like, super cute because he was being really flirty. And then halfway through, they get through the water and he, like, dunks her. And she's like, ah! And, like, wraps herself around him. I just thought that scene was really, really so cute. So intentional. Obviously. <laughs> so intentional. I also like the end of that scene because he almost, like, kind of daydreams off. Like, it's just so nice to be 
like just to have her in my arms and then he like kind of snaps out of it for a second well yeah because yeah. the, fri- the friar's like um excuse me yeah yeah Skill. Yeah. i thought it was cute <laughs> And then the awkward kiss at the end was also my second favorite scene because he's like he's like pulling her away and like looking back at the rest of them and then finally he's like oh okay and then they like full on make out even though still standing around like the mom and dad from so dear to my heart yeah <laughs> oh, oh man that got steamy real fast that was awkward well it was like their first kiss ever I mean. <laughs> All right. Uh, favorite character. Mm. I, you know, I kind of like. Well, I, I'm kind of flip, split between two. One, Will Scarlet, because he like next to Little John, he's kind of like the number two, of the, of like the band of brothers. Yeah, was he the, the guy in red? Yes, he God, was the one in red. He was so funny. I liked him a lot. Oh, I'm he colorblind. Was... I thought they were all wearing the same color. <laughs> Alright. I... <laughs> so so he was he was great. Um yeah, so funny. And then also Friar Tuck, just because, you know, he fights and he drinks and he carries a sword around and and you're just like, What are you gonna do next? I don't know. <laughs> and it's like a little sword too, isn't it? It's nothing like that he could actually really defend himself with. No yeah, no, I think like it's longer, the one that he was carrying, I think it's longer than Robin Hood's little one, but it's definitely not, like, a full-length sword. like a long yeah. sword, yeah. Yeah. And then favorite scene? Oh, definitely when, well, I have several, but the one I'm going to focus on. Um, when they're collecting money to bring, like, to get Richard out of captivity, and they, like, they secretly gang up on the sheriff, and... The sheriff's like, oh, well, if I had a thousand, I would totally donate that. And they're like, yes, like, the Lord has heard you speak. And they bring this huge chest full of all the silver that he's been taking from everyone. And they just dump it out. And the queen is like, who knew that, like, the sheriff was so, like, kind, either the queen or the archbishop. Yeah, yeah I like good scene. I like how they were, like, in the crowd, but nobody knew they were in the crowd. And they're totally, like, just putting the situation right where they want it to be. Yeah. And just, like, heckling, like, shouting things out. No, oh, it's the best. Don't they and then they carried him away. Yeah, they carried him away, and he doesn't even realize that he... he like, until they're at the, the bridge. Well, the, something I loved about that was, like, he genuinely thought they were cheering him. He's like, oh, put me, like, put me down, guys. Like, you guys are great. Like, thanks for supporting me. And then he looks down at Robin's up. The and, water. And they throw him in the water. And he's like, oh, we'll put you down. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. So great. Least favorite? (laughs) The entire beginning until Robin Hood's an outlaw. Not a fan. Didn't pick up for me until then. I have to agree there for scene. Yeah. Character? Oh, yeah. Least favorite character? Mm. The sheriff. (laughs) Is the obvious choice, I think. He's just... Or the prince. The prince. Because they're just, like, in cahoots. 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 Yeah, I don't like either of them. Do we have the same answer? Yeah. I think we answered that together. Okay. Teamwork. Yay, teamwork. So my least favorite character was the guy in the beginning during the archery contest who was like, ha ha ha, you try and beat that. And then Robin's like, 
dead center. <laughs> that scene did remind me a little bit of Merida, yes. which I liked. Oh, so, yeah. Although Merida comes in and she's like, watch this. Merida's way cooler, but you know, Whoa. we'll get into that another day in like five years. <laughs> I love that I signed up for a bunch of these and it's like the last movie that came out that's not going to be a podcast. So like, I don't know, 2026? Probably. Probably. We'll get there. In Cincinnati for the World Cup recording that with you guys. <laughs> um, and then, okay, least favorite scene? Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I really like the whole thing. I hey, really happened. I, I was not expecting to like this movie. I thought it was going to be really boring. And I this is one of those movies that I would probably watch over and over again like The Lion King. Not quite that intense. <laughs> but I would definitely watch this movie again. I really enjoyed it. That's good. That's yeah. Good. Yeah. All right. Uh oh goodness. Least favorite character. I'm not sure that I have one. Just because like with the villains I like I like them, but like you like I their mean, character. I like their character. I mean, you, yeah. you know me. Like I focus on like the story, and so I like what they bring to it. Mm-hmm. But yeah, no, they're de- I mean, like they're jerks, and they don't really play well with others. Right. Yeah, I can, <laughs> Not quite. I can, un- I can understand that. So does that mean and... that you like Umbridge as a character? Yes. <laughs> and I say I say that like. You know, like very, very slowly, very, you know, like hesitantly. But um, Umbridge, like, she's awful. She's the worst. Like, there's very few characters that are as cold, like, as, like, awful. Um, as, awful. Maniacal. No, it start, like, um, starts with an A, like, where they're, I, like, I can think of one, but I don't think I'm allowed to say that on this podcast. No, 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 no. It's like, like, she doesn't have. At, um, apathetic. Oh like, yeah. Like I'm keeping it clean here, guys. <laughs> <laughs> Apath- she's at, like there's very few characters that are that apathetic to what's going on and just like fully go with their own personal agenda. But I like I definitely see like I like her in that I like what like what she what her presence starts with everyone else and that's yeah. kind of like the same with what with with these two. I can yeah, see I that. Can, I can see that. I appreciate Joe's writing skills because it's really hard to write a character that's just so loathed by everyone. Yeah. True. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that's pretty impressive because Joe's such a wonderful woman to write such a horrible character. <laughs> that takes skill. It takes and skill then... and potentially a really good um, inspiration. inspiration. Yeah, muse. Yeah. <laughs> I want to meet that person. I mean, I don't, but I do. <laughs> Oh my gosh! I wa- I remember watching a- an interview with Imelda Staunton, who played who played her. She's a sweetheart. She is, and it was so funny because she said, um, like she is describing how like the character looked like when she first heard about it, and it was like I can't I can't remember the exact words, but basically it was a lot of night like not night like that she's she ugly looks like that a toad. She- yeah, she looks like a toad, and then she's like, and my friends were like, that's you should play her! And she's just like, seriously, guys? <laughs> hey, How am I supposed to feel throw about me this? Under the, throw me under the bus. Throw me under yeah. the night bus. <laughs> Pretty much. 
Uh, least Disney Harry Potter Disney. podcast or Disney podcast? What's <laughs> happening right now? <laughs> Disney, I promise. Yeah. Throwing uh, me under the favorite. trans star bus. <laughs> oh <laughs> my god. The Magical Express. The Magical <laughs> Express. <laughs> yes. Uh, oh there we go. Brought it back. Brought it back. Oh. Would Gus- oh, could Gus be driving the Magical Express? Yes. Absolutely. Okay, I'm sorry, Jocelyn. You can finish now. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh least favorite scene was when they go to rescue the um stokey and like the one who was like being like hung by his waist so oh, that yeah. the guys could, like fit oh my gosh that scene was so sad and like i mean i liked it but at the same time i was just like this is very like this is like of all of the things that you could show like why was this so specific mm-hmm. like because they didn't really go, I mean, they don't really go into the origin, so, so to speak, of how the different, the different people came in, but they just, but they chose these two. And I, and I get that it was kind of like, you know, like the sheriff's way of drawing out Robin Hood, like, show, like, punishing for the crowd, but also kind of like drawing out Robin Hood, but it was kind of, but it just kind of, I just questioned why. Yeah. Um. Wasn't it the scene right before that, though, when they went into the forest and talked to him and asked him to kill a venison for them, and he wouldn't because it was, like, cruelty to just kill for sport, and that's why they dressed him up in the deer? To- no, he was a poacher. He was a he was a poacher, and that was, like, yeah. a, an illegal... An illegal thing, which, which it, you know, it makes sense, and they also, like, the other guy... Um, the one who was in the stocks, he actually was someone that they said, we heard you were high, like, we heard you were helping Robin Hood. Yeah. Like, yeah, no. It, like, it makes sense, but it, at the same time, it was just like, what, like, of all of the ones that you could have shown, like, I think, like, I felt like that one was only there to, honestly, for the, the sake of them, like, jumping on the horses and, like, riding around in circles just so that they could do stuff. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, we really question, like, how deer hunting was poaching, but, I mean, I didn't live in that time, so. Well, it was the, it was the king's land, and. Oh, got it. Like. Oh. Got it. That's when, you know, dumb. when there's not really any fences anywhere, they obviously keep track of geography, I mean. Got it. Okay. I was like, why the heck are they getting in trouble for killing a deer? Like, who cares? <laughs> I, don't, I mean, like... When they're going to use it for food. Right, as know? long as they're going to kill the deer and use the parts of it, then, that you know, that's different than just killing it for sport. Because I agree. What does the movie mean to you? To be brave. Like a lion. Like a lion. I... To be brave like a cheetah. <laughs> <laughs> Bucketless family. Sorry, yeah, that's a reference to the Bucketless family. <laughs> yes. Did we, did we lose Jocelyn? I think Jocelyn is still here, we just don't have a picture. Yeah. It's Skype. Oh, you know, oh there, there she goes. You're back. <laughs> I'm like, I, I think I have the record for Skype glitches on this <laughs> I show. I just wanted to make sure that nah, you're still... Yeah, you're fine. Um, I t- seeing your pretty face. I took away that rules are meant to be broken sometimes, and you should stand up for what you believe in. Even, stand up to your enemies. Yeah, even when other people are telling you it's wrong, because they very well may be incorrect. 
even lawfully incorrect. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What's the uh, Dumbledore quote about it's not where you come from, it's the choices you make that make you who you are? That was terrible. <laughs> you know what it's, <laughs> it's your choices that it's yeah, you don't know either. <laughs> Dumbledore choice quote. It's your choices, not your abilities, that show who you truly are. I think that's what it is. That sounds good. It's our choices, Harry, that show what we oh it's not loading, hold on. What we truly are more than our abilities. There we go. I was pretty close. You're pretty but... close. Yeah. Yep, that was impressive. Nice save, Megan. I try. I would be disappointed in myself if I didn't know it, because I do host on a Harry Potter podcast. <laughs> Though, Katie, that means you should know it, too. Excuse me, how do I get dragged I into this? I it every week, I'm just saying. <laughs> um, yeah, no, I definitely agree with you with the story is definitely about being brave, even when it's not the easiest route to take, because they could have easily been stealing taxes from the poor and giving it to the prince and not, you know, I mean, obviously making all the townspeople angry, but not really shaking the waters or what? I don't, I don't know what shaking the waters. What? Shaken, not stirred. (laughs) (laughs) I can't think of the analogies that I'm trying to use tonight. I'm sorry, guys. That's Uh, the best. You don't shake the water? So. Yeah. <laughs> uh, um, I, I really can't think of the analogy I'm trying to use there. Anyway, so you understand what I'm saying. Instead Stirring of just kind of going... Sure. Um, you know, so they just would kind of be passing by. But I feel like at that point, Robin and Marion wouldn't have ended up together because Marion wouldn't have seen such a brave, wonderful man that he is. I like it. I like it. Um, my turn. Uh, what's the question? Like, what the movie means? Like, what the like, what movie you took the story away means? From it. Yeah. Um, I got a, I got a lot of hope. Like, I got a lot of hope vibes. Yeah. From it, just because, I mean, the like the crusades, though. Like, I studied those in school briefly, but those were something that, for the most part, you didn't really like people didn't really like always come back from that. I mean, they're like, they're going on, on faith, on hope to like, to further, I think like God's, like God's cause. I think that's how they like, they say it in the movie. And because King, like the King himself is going with it, then like, yeah, the band in Sherwood forest and all of the townspeople who, while they may not like, out like openly defy Prince John they at least all kind of hope like that King Richard comes back enough to donate money to get him out of captivity right these poor people yeah and I mean like that I mean like you definitely have like they definitely show bravery from that because it's and yeah like hope faith like they definitely like there was no guarantee that the king would come back and that their world like that their world would be righted or that he was even still alive oh for sure 
I'm also going to take that... away selflessness. I feel like that's kind of what you're getting at, too. Yeah. Yeah. It's just an all-around good movie. Yeah, feel-good movie. It really was. Speaking of feel-good. Yeah. Does anyone have anything else to add before we go to our Disney memory? Can we just talk about how violent the sheriff's death was? <laughs> like, it wasn't on, <gasps> yeah. it wasn't on screen. But it was, like, like, they stopped right at the point, but they gave enough that you knew what was happening. And then it cut to Rob, like Robin's face. Yeah, Meg looked at me. And I thought she's a like, lot of this was definitely a lot more gruesome than most Disney movies I've ever seen. But that was also the times. It was a different company. And yeah, then they made touchstone and did all. Oh like... yes, I totally did. That's why I was kind of like pausing while I was talking because I was like, "Do you have something to say?" No, no. <laughs> Jocelyn was talking and I felt bad because like I'm trying not to laugh because my cat is like he's like screaming the call of his people out in the hallway outside our door. (laughs) He just wanted in. He just wanted in with us. Oh, is that Iggy? It's Teddy. Teddy. Come in. Yeah, but Meg looked at me and she's like, "Did did he just get crushed?" And I was like, "I think I don't even know." And then all of a sudden, like, "Yep, Robin climbs out." Other guy doesn't. Yeah. Yeah, that was gruesome. Yeah. A horse in there? What happened to the horse? Did the horse run away? I don't know. The horse got away because I definitely care about the horse more than I care about the sheriff. (laughs) I thought the horse stayed inside. Like, he stayed inside and they were kind of like rushing on, like running on foot to get to, because Robin was trying to get to the gate. Well, good. All is well. All is well with the horse. That's all that matters, as long as the horse is okay, no matter where it is. No horses were harmed in the making of this picture. I think I want to watch this movie again. These, so I have to admit, I like have a thing against old movies, and I know that that's weird, but I just like know as soon as an old logo comes on the screen, my face and my mind just kind of turn off, and I'm just like, eh... But this is Disney. I know, and I've been doing better with it. Like, I did enjoy Treasure Island. It's just the live-action ones that I have a hard time with sometimes. <laughs> Especially, like, watching it the first time. If I if I watch it the first time, it's like... It has my attention for, like, half the movie. And then I just lose interest. And I don't know why. It's... I don't That's know. That's when it got good. What are you talking about? I know. It's just... I... Wait, so you lost interest in this movie? Every single live-action movie that we've watched so far. Even So Dear to My Heart? Oh, just wait. Yeah, So Dear to My Heart. Yeah, (laughs) definitely. Would anybody else like to join me on Grown Up Kids? Because I'm firing my wife. Pick me, pick me. I have two takers right here. (laughs) Meg, you need to leave. Sorry, Meg, you and me and our Hanson podcast will be be fine. (laughs) We'll just start that. I just... uh, Oh, man. Jocelyn, what do you mean by just wait? (laughs) Well, so, I mean, like, you guys know, like, I'm a little, like, since I've been doing my mm-hmm. thing on my own, like, I'm a little bit further ahead, mm-hmm. and there's definitely some not, for me, like, for me personally, there's some not as good ones, and and also kind of what you were saying, going, like, going back to what you were saying about, like, Bobby Driscoll earlier, how you were ready for new 
actors. Yeah. I love Fess Parker, but he's in like sit like almost like six movies in a row in the fifth like in the fifties decade. And it got to the point where I'm like, I love you, Fess, but go away. I need like I need a new face. Yeah, see I don't like that. Like I and Walt liked to do that and that bothers me. Because it's like, you know, I understand, like, you want to get these people on a contract, you like working with them, but do they really fit every single role that you're putting them into? Like, there's nobody else you can find. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, like, like Richard, he, both he and the um, James Robertson Justice who played Little John, they both star in Richard Todd's next two Disney films. Um, the Sword and the Rose and Rob Roy, the Highland Rogue. And while there are like some good, like there are some good things about that because yeah, it, you know, I get it. Like it's a familiar face. So it can draw, it can draw yeah. people in potentially at the same time. It's all like, I agree. Like it's also like, is this actually the right person for the role or are we just casting them because of their for, name? Because of their name and because they can't like, they can act, they can do the job. Right. But are they the right person to, to do the job? Yeah, I don't know. I just have a thing against old movies, and I need to get out of it. It's just as soon as I put one in, I, I like, fall asleep. Katie, you need to, like, jump around and, like, dance for Megan to get her I awake try. to watch these movies. Like, get her excited. I like, try. I'm just saying Rob Roy, that does not sound like I'm gonna like it. And I know I'm judging a book by its cover there, but I'm gonna guess I'm not gonna like that movie. I did learn today, oh. though. If you don't put a blanket on Meg, she stays up. So no blankets while we watch the movie. <laughs> as soon as she put a blanket on, as soon as she put a blanket on me for this movie, I was just like, oh my god, I'm so tired. I just want to go to bed. <laughs> All right. Well, on that note, um, thank you guys for joining. Oh, wait. We have to do our Disney memory and then I'll thank you. Uh, you're not, you're not thanked just yet. Just writing me you're off taking here. that back. Thank you, redacted. Yeah. <laughs> You are not thanked. So this week's Disney memory. Oh, hold on, hold on. I do want to say that on the day that this podcast releases, yeah, is Julie's birthday. So a happy early yet happy birthday today to Julie. To Julie. Happy birthday. Let's sing like a Mickey Mouse happy birthday song. Do those exist? I don't know. Well, he calls you sometimes in your hotel room. That's true. I've never been there on my actual birthday, so I would not know this. Oh, gosh. Happy birthday. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, boy. Oh, boy. (laughs) If you don't call me on my actual birthday and say that exactly to me, I'm going to be really upset. Okay, but you have to send me to your voicemail. (laughs) What? You're not going to just say it to me? No, because he called... Oh, I guess you answered. You Happy, birthday to to you. You. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, dear Julie. Happy birthday to you. Oh, boy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Okay. Happy birthday. Yes. Thank you. I hope that today, the day of your actual birthday, you have a wonderful magical day <gasps> did i tell you my friend bought me tickets to see moulin rouge so that's what i'm doing Ooh. on my birthday that's very fun. cool she told me but not you no she didn't sorry know. you didn't tell me that was not on our three-way call last night sorry katie i, I see where i stand it's fine 
Hey, uh, I agree with you that somebody was a Hufflepuff and not a Slytherin, all right? So it's true. I don't remember who, but it was someone <laughs> earlier. <really. laughs> I don't remember who, but I deserve the credit. <laughs> no bell. I do the bell. All right, so this oh, week's oh, Disney three, memory three. Comes, comes from okay. Alexandria Jackson. She says, hey, guys, I just found your pack podcast last weekend i don't know when this was though so it could have been a while ago weekend um and i have to say it's amazing none of my friends are as disney obsessed as myself so i love listening to you guys talk about it because i feel like i'm talking to my friends right now i feel like you're luna lovegood and guess what we are friends it's all good now i actually have two disney memories two the first one would be that i didn't get to go to disney world until i was 17 me either so when i was how old were you 21. I feel you. I, I feel you. you were 16. No, I was 17. Oh, okay. Yeah, you were. You were. Never mind. Until I was 17. So when I was younger and begging my parents to take me, they got the Disney World Vacation Planner VHS, and I would watch that on repeat, just imagining what it would be like to go there. Yes. I also yep. watched those VHS tapes. <laughs> I'm just saying. Yep. Absolutely. The second one isn't really a memory, but when I was a baby, the only way my parents could get me to sleep was if my dad danced with me to the Lion King soundtrack. So suffice to say... Disney has been ingrained in me from an early age. Anyways, hope you liked my memories and keep up the great work. Yes, truly. So uh, I have a story along the lines of the Lion King soundtrack. So when I was little, I had a cassette tape of the Aladdin soundtrack, and it was blue. And I shared a room with my sister. And before we would go to sleep, I would listen to it, and it annoyed my sister because she's six years older than me. And she's like, oh, we have to listen to Aladdin again. And I was like, I, I had to listen to it to go to bed. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> well, thank you, Alexandria, for your memory. We appreciate your ears yes. and that you listen to us. Your mouse ears. Yes. And I'm glad that you got to go to Disney, even if you were 17. Katie went... Like she said, when she was 17, and it's never too late. No. I feel like I would have reacted the same if I was 2, 5, or 17, or 72, so. Yep. Absolutely. Yeah. You probably had a better vocabulary at 17 than you did at 2, though, so. True. About that. True. Sorry. Katie. <laughs> <laughs> That's I, fair. I was 2, and I, that you were a I very don't know. articulate 2-year-old. That is all that I meant by that. Okay, Julie. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I was two, and I think I had a really great reaction. I don't remember it, but it was recorded. <laughs> I believe that I had an amazing reaction. At least that's what they tell me. I was the best two-year-old in Disney ever. They should make me. I just remember my parents took their huge camcorder because I'm an only child. You know, the thing that they, looks like a boombox? It literally does look like a boombox on your I shoulder. Yeah, they took one of those um, because they had to capture every moment of anything that I did because I'm an only child. And um, my dad thought that he had the camera off, uh, but he didn't. He had it on. And it was, like, just hanging down beside him. And, he, and you can hear me in the background asking for water. Because I'm, I'm thirsty. But, like, I'm crying about it, you know, because I was I was thirsty and it was hot. And, and my dad is like, oh, my God, she just wants everything. And then my mom, my mom goes, Michael, she's a child. She just wants water. 
It's so good. Oh, it's just like the epitome of my parents' relationship. Nothing's and it's, changed. It's hilarious. And it's just like, wow, they captured that back in 1992 and they're still <laughs> like that today. <laughs> That's awesome. It's a beautiful memory. Oh, I love it. So you guys are so lucky you got two Disney memories today. Yeah, you did. <laughs> actually three because Julie gave us one too. Oh my God. <laughs> I gave you two actually, one at the end and one at the beginning. This is true. This Do I just need true. to like ding the heck out of this bell? No, this All is right. wrong podcast all right okay so now i can say thank you jocelyn and julie for joining us you guys are amazing thanks yes you knew more about robin hood than i did because i fell asleep for part of the movie no you didn't i didn't actually i'm just kidding but i almost did i wanted to so did you Um, have little eyes pasted on your glasses so katie would think that you were awake yes i did that actually that's why she didn't know that i fell asleep but yeah so um um so jocelyn do you want to talk about your blog i know that we have but you can just say where to find it and everything again yeah yeah sure preach i'm not quite on the spot this time so this will this be great (laughs) 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 all right so yeah so i'm doing um essentially the word like a like written word version of what you guys are doing here with this lovely podcast um the like the super long title is like the art of storytelling a journey through disney films but i don't I like call it. it that because that's really long i just call it the disney film project or dft I, like I like it um yeah so i'm writing i'm writing it through uh through my website which is jocelyn nielsen that's j o c e l y n n i e l s o n dot wordpress.com and yeah once yeah, I just have it there. Um, I just try, I try to post um, one movie write-up and one like project update a week. I did take the last two weeks off because the last movie I were I was working on was a pain in the butt, and I didn't really want to write about it. Oh no! So which movie? I... don't tell Megan. Tell me. <laughs> don't. She'll get it's... stressed out and get all sorts of anxiety about having to watch this film and not enjoy it. It was. It was. It was good. It actually, no, it was, it was enjoyable. Like it really was. Um, it's, I am going to tell you, sorry, Katie. <laughs> it's, it's white wilderness. It's a true life documentary. Oh yeah. About, those. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> about the Arctic. It actually like, the reason why it was like such a, like a struggle for me is not like, because I've written about, I've done write-ups on movies that I've liked worse. I've yeah. liked less. Um, but this one, it just, it wasn't as good as the earlier true life films. Like it just wasn't quite as like up there for me, except they focus on like this mass suicide migrational thing of lemmings, which was actually really cool to learn about as morbid (laughs) as that sounds. Um, but yeah, no. So I, I took the last couple of weeks, last couple of weeks off, but I'm getting caught up this week. And I've got Sleeping Beauty coming up, and I am so excited because I haven't had a live act, uh, an animated film since Lady and the Tramp. Oh yeah, this is gonna that's gonna be a really rough stretch for me. <laughs> it yeah, I I look forward to chatting with you about how you're doing, doing through the, <laughs> the live action. You guys are gonna stretch. start a support group. Yeah. <laughs> 
Listen, it's, it's not that I'm it's not that I'm gonna like it's not that I know that I'm gonna hate them. It's just that I love the animated films and like I have a lot to say about those. And sometimes I worry that I don't have enough to say about the other films. But then whenever we have our guests, they usually fill the void, so it's like okay. But it just makes me nervous. No, I to- I totally feel you and like that's definitely something that I've been noticing on movie like because I try like especially when I'm doing write-ups I try not to be like too critical mm-hmm. just because since it like since it is written versus like what you guys do here on the podcast like it's hard to tell like in te- like tone like tone yeah. and yeah but there oh there are definitely movies that I've, I'm pretty sure I signed up for those so that I could be like you know like the opposite like on the opposite like the devil's advocate because we love yeah. that. You might not be. I might be on your side. So we'll see how that goes. <laughs> hey, we can tag team it up. I'm cool with that. <laughs> I'll be the positive okay. force. Yeah. I got All this. Right. All right, Julie, do you want to plug your podcast? Oh, I'm ready. All right. So I also do a Disney food podcast. Mine is about food. Um, it's called One Little Spice, and it's the Disney food podcast that isn't afraid to send you into the taste lab for anyone who knows anything about figment. Yeah, Y'all get that? Yeah. If not, I mean, go ride Journey into Imagination and love Figment because he's amazing. Uh, it's me and my best friend Amy, and we talk about Disney food. So each week we do a different restaurant, and then our months are themed. So this month we're doing our favorite one-credit meals. Last month it was character meals, and uh, next month, uh, breakfast and brunch. So I'm very excited about that one because we talk about Kona Cafe, and Ooh. that town toast was amazing Uh, but yeah so it's a lot of fun we met in culinary school so we both love disney she is my disney wife she's the only person that i will go to disney with unless it's megan and katie um (laughs) there's a certain way that you disney and if someone doesn't Mm, you Mm. disney yes it it just ruins the whole trip so we disney the same way totally get it yep and it works and she's my Disney wife. So we go to Disney a few times a year and we eat all the Disney food. And uh, so we talk about it. And we've had a lot of people who have been like, oh, my God, I'm so excited. We're going on a trip. And now we know all the great places to eat. So that's really cool. Um, but we're everywhere that you can find Swish and Flick. And sorry, this one is Grown Up Kids. Yeah. Um, so we're on Podbean and iTunes and Google Play. Now. Stitcher. We're on which is awesome because you can say, hey, Alexa, play One Little Spice podcast. And she's like, playing One Little Spice podcast. And then our latest episode comes up, and that is awesome. Um, we're also on Patreon like these guys and Facebook and Twitter and Instagram. Um, but we talk about Disney food instead of Disney movies. Yeah. I also have a really cute commercial for you guys to play eventually. I swear yes. it's adorable. Awesome. We will. So One Little Spice podcast. The easiest place is onelittlespice.podbean.com. Yep. Yep. Basically, that's, that's a great resource that you bring. Like, focusing on just like on just the food, because I love food and <laughs> Disney does food well. Yeah, and we've had so many people that are like, "How are you doing a podcast about Disney food? They have nothing, and they haven't ever been to like any of the table service restaurants or been to any of the restaurants in any of the resorts, so they have no idea what they're missing out on. So we're kind of opening like, yeah. their eyes." to all the amazing food and someday i'm gonna drag megan and open her palate to all the amazing disney food as well these poor people are like how long can you talk about chicken nuggets come on (laughs) (laughs) i was just gonna say though like the people that think that disney doesn't have good food like 
I feel bad for them. I mean, come on. Do your research, people. (laughs) Go to Disney for the food. Like, we plan an entire vacation around food. So do I. I just don't have as expansive as a palate as Julie does. So, like, I like pasta and Liberty Tree Tavern because it's, like, turkey and mashed potatoes. (laughs) And then... Whereas, I'm going to be blown away when I drag her to Disney and drag her to all these restaurants that don't have turkey and mashed potatoes (laughs) or pasta. (laughs) And then there's Julie, who goes and eats at Skipper Canteen and eats a lionfish. Did you see that picture? Yeah. No. Sorry. Freaked me out. Here's Julie that goes to Disney and, like, tries to bring her own arugula to make a recipe better. (laughs) I did. I did. The Sleepy Hollow took arugula off of the spicy chicken waffle sandwich and Amy and I were really upset and I need my arugula so we brought a bag of arugula and then left it in the fridge and it went bad so we didn't get to enjoy it but yes that was a layer of that sandwich that it needed (laughs) I just love the commitment so uh so yeah if you want some serious talks about food hit up one little spice and if you want a different insight into like the whole Disney like movie dining. analysis thing. Oh yeah, check out Jocelyn's out. blog for sure. Yeah. Mhm. Different medium. Different. Yeah. Yep. Viewpoints, it's cool. You can get something stuff. totally different to the yeah, word. But Jocelyn has been posting them kind yeah. of on yeah. our Facebook page so that you can follow along that way as well. Yes. I've been slacking, but I'll I'll pick that up again. <laughs> That's okay. <laughs> now you have to. Now you have now to. I have I to send it. it out to everybody. We're motivation for you. Yeah. Um. Okay. So, grown-up kids can be found on Podbean, iTunes, the Google Play Store, Stitcher, TuneIn, and Spotify. That's our newest one. It's exciting. So make sure you subscribe on your favorite platform to be sure to get our latest episode as soon as it's available. You can also find us on social media. We're on Facebook at Grown Up Kids, a Disney podcast, and Twitter and Instagram at Grown Up Kids Pod. You can also join us on Patreon at patreon.com forward slash Pod to gain access to our bonus episodes, which are going to be the sequels of the films and all of the direct-to-video movies, as well as Disney Channel original movies. What? Extra magic hours. Extra magic yes. hours. Yes. I totally forgot that's what we called it, so thanks, Julie. <laughs> um... Who's on this podcast? (laughs) You also get to watch along with us once a month. We'll pick a movie from the month that we're covering, and then we will watch it live with you and discuss it. Um, So, and also, if you, I'm sorry, I'm all over the place with this. I need to rewrite this, guys. Okay, if you head on over to our Facebook group discussion, I've posted a document with our comprehensive list of movies that we'll be watching, along with availability to be on the show with us. So if you're interested in joining us on an episode and you have a movie in mind, head on over to that pinned post in our Facebook discussion group and you can see if there's a spot available. Um, And if you see that there is a spot available for what you want to be on, you can send us an email at grownupkidspodcast at gmail.com. You can message us on Facebook. You can comment on the post. I just request, and I'm not saying don't ever message me personally, absolutely, if you want to talk to me, you can message me on Facebook, but if you want to be on an episode, please don't message me personally because I I know that I will lose the message and then I'll forget that you messaged me and I don't want you to lose your spot on that episode, so if you want your best chance at it, comment, email, or message Grown Up Kids Facebook page. Okay. <laughs> <laughs>
I'm off my soapbox now. Make sure that you send us your favorite Disney food, your Disney food memories, your favorite Disney, your favorite, <laughs> your favorite Disney memories to grownupkidspodcast at gmail.com. It can be anything Disney related. So send it our way and we'll be sure to read it on a future episode. Thank you so much for listening. Make sure that you watch Peter Pan Whoa! ahead of next week's episode. And don't forget, adults are only kids growing up anyway. All who come to this happy place, welcome. Disneyland is your land. Here age relives fond memories of the past. And here youth may savor the challenge and promise of the future.